Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that the presence of the Lord fills your heart and your wherever you're worshiping today. I know um, that the presence of the Lord is everywhere because He's omnipresent. And so I bless you uh, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. And I know that God is there wherever you are. The Bible says this, where two or three are gathered in His name, He's in the midst. No matter how we are coming together, I know that when you cry out to the Lord, He is there. And so God bless you today. We also want to uh, take this time to give you the opportunity to give um, in worship. You know, giving is a form of worship. And you've heard me say it many times that the first form of worship in the Bible was when Cain and Abel came and gave of their means, their goods. At that time, they didn't have money, but they gave of their property uh, unto the Lord as a form of worship. And so today, uh, we want to give you that opportunity. Thank you for uh, believing. Thank you for sowing. Thank you for all of you that uh, tithe, which is a tenth of your income. Thank you for all of you that give offering and also those that have uh, sown into our building fund and moving forward. We are so thankful for all that. And I know <clears throat> that God blesses those that give for the Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. And so you can just give via online there, uh, all different ways through push pay uh, on your cell phone. You can also do Zelle or quick pay. And if you do quick pay uh, or Zelle, please add on the memo your email address. We want to make sure that you get credit uh, at the end of the year so that we could send you a donation receipt um, for your uh, tax purposes. So please just in your memo, I'm, I'm reminded that make sure that you just add your e email address so that we can contact your, your um, uh, so that we can give you a receipt for that. Thank you for giving and let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering. We thankful for all those that give with a cheerful heart. Well, Lord, we ask that you would use this as uh, for your kingdom. Multiply. Use it uh, to further your kingdom. Bless uh, everyone, bless every person watching, Lord, as we give in worship. We are thankful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for giving again. And if you want to send us a gift, uh, a check, just contact and we'll send you the address to send that. God bless you for your heart. Let's look today. Uh, <clears throat> last week, I, I, uh, I want to remind you, last week I spoke about uh, can you stand to be blessed or that we are standing and, and we spoke about the man that built his house upon the rock and the man that built his house upon the sand. But I want to look today also in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 to 21. And we're going to stay in this uh, scriptures today in Ephesians 3 16 through 21. Let me read that that he would grant you, this is the Apostle Paul, according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the width, the length, and the depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. 
Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I want us to emphasize, or I want us to look at verse 17 again, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. I want to speak to you today on the subject of I'm grounded. I'm grounded. It's funny. Uh, uh, let me pray and I'm going to share with you a funny story. Lord, we thank you for your word. Bless your word. Let it become revelatory to us today. Let it leap off the pages into our hearts. Touch our mind that we may understand, our ears that we may hear, our hearts we may receive. Lord, we take authority over the sky above the ground we stand on, the air that surrounds us, Lord, and we ask that you would loose your spirit, Lord, of love and peace and joy in this place. Lord, we bind up everything that's not of you. In the name of Jesus, amen. You know, as I prepare my sermon, uh, my youngest daughter asked me, Daddy, what uh, are you speaking about today? And I said, well, she asked me, uh, are your sermon ready? I said, yes, it is. And we were discussing some things. I was teasing her. And she said, well, what's the name of the title? Uh, I said, I'm grounded or I'm being grounded. And she looked at me kind of sad. She's like, uh-uh, don't kid me like that. And, uh, and she thought that I meant that she was grounded because we were teasing. And I just thought that was so funny because it's a play on words. And then she said, oh, Daddy, I think I know what you're going to speak about, about being grounded in the Lord. Well, brothers and sisters, just like last week, I shared with you about the man. Uh, the Bible says in Matthew 7, the man that was wise built his house upon the rock, the solid rock. And today we're going to talk about uh, I'm being grounded. You know, in this life we're living in, there's a lot of things that we can hook up to. There's a lot of things that we can stand on. You know, there's people that are taking stands with political things. There's people that are taking a stand on social th issues. There's people that's taking a stand on gender issues. There's people that's taking a stand on political parties. But brothers and sisters, I want to tell you, just like the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 3, he said that he would grant you, he was praying for the Ephesians, that, he, that the Lord would grant them, according to his riches and glory, to be strengthened with might, through the spirit, his spirit in the inner man. You know what he was saying? He was saying that I pray that God's unlimited glory, his unlimited resources would allow us be the strengthened through the Holy Spirit in our inner man. Because when you have your inner man strong, then the things of this world won't come against you. Brothers and sisters, when he speaks about in verse 17 that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded. You know that the, the, when you are rooted, when the winds of tribulation, when the winds of trials come, you won't be uprooted and blown away. You won't be blown away by the winds of different doctrine and wind uh, of different ideology. You know, today you stand this, th this day that. We must stand on the never changing word of Jesus Christ. We can we have to stand on the Bible. The the Bible will stand forever. The Bible says it. It says that heaven and earth may pass away, but his word is eternal. His word is forever. Brother says there are certain principles as Christians that we know that is eternal. One of those principles is his word 
His word is eternal. His spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, is eternal because he's eternal. Uh, his uh, love is going to be eternal. You know that? When we get to heaven, it's because of love for uh, God for the world. For God so loved the world, because he loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe upon him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That means that when we get to heaven, we are in the presence of love. That's eternal. How I know that? Because in the book of 1 John, he says, God is love. And so when we are in heaven, we will be in the presence of God. And when wherever he is, because he is love, we will be in the presence of love. See that in verse 17 of Ephesians 3, it says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. When all else fails in your life, when everything else, when people are uh, uh, in turmoil and trials, we must be grounded in love. When we discuss things with people, when we have disagreement, do it in love. When we are uh, 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 praying for people, we must stand on the ground of love. Because why? In 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul says this, love never fails. Say it with me. Love never fails. Because when you have agape, this word love here in verse 17 is the word in Greek called agape. Agape is unconditional love. See, when you put a condition on it, it's no longer love, right? It's a trade. It's a barter. You, you're trading. But when you love unconditionally, it never fails. It never fails. I heard a story. Uh, I met a man who... He, at the time, he, he was raised in the church. He, he became a minister. But you know what? Him and his wife uh, were dealing with very difficult things. And he didn't know what to do. He was angry. His wife had, had separated from him. He was so angry. And the Lord told him, love never fails. And he began to pray in love for his wife, who is now no longer uh, in the same home with him. And, the, and he said to me, he said that eventually as he was praying, his heart for her began to change. And he began to treat her uh, uh, when they had to deal with each other better. And all of a sudden, that love drew her back to God and drew her back to him. And today they are together. They're married uh, still. And he said that, he told me, he said, brother, love never fails. We have to learn uh, the, the depth of God's love. You see, in, in verse 18, he says that, that Christ, uh, or he says this, he said, you being rooted and grounded in love that may be able to understand or comprehend with all the saints what is the width, see, the width, the length, the depth, and the height. You know, brothers and sisters, the love of God is so deep and so high and so wide that we don't even understand it. We don't understand why the Apostle Paul says love never fails. Love never fails. He's love never fails. He says where there's prophecy, it could fail. There's healing, it could fail. But love, that means when you and I are rooted and I'm grounded in love, it doesn't fail. 
When you build your house, just like the wise man in Matthew 7, on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, which is love, because of love, he died for our sins. When you are grounded in your home on love, it never fails. When you are grounded in your relationship with your spouse, love, but when you're grounded in love, it never fails. When you are grounded in your business to serve other people because it's love, it won't fail. Other things might fail. Marketing might fail, right? Uh, 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 business ideas might fail. Uh, uh, employees might fail. Banks might fail, but love never fails. Love never fails. See, when we often ask, say, well, what I need to be rooted and grounded in? The first thing is love. Because I think a lot of times our life is going up and down. It's because we are rooted on the systems of this world. And when you and I are rooted on the systems of this world, it will fail. Because why? The systems of this world is not eternal. But God's word is eternal because he is the word of God. He is God. The word is him. So we, you and I, must be firm and strong and be rooted. Brothers and sisters, maybe you're struggling right now. Learn to love. Ask God to help you. Lord, I want to love deeper. I want to love stronger. Teach me to love others like you love Teach me to forgive others like you forgive. See, a lot of times we think, oh, I don't need it. I, I'm good. I've got my own systems. But brothers and sisters, our systems will fail. But the Bible says love never fails. Read 1 Corinthians 13. Love never fails. Hope might fail. Your faith might fail. Your ideas might fail but love never fails. So when I'm grounded, we have to be, I'm grounded in love. When you don't know what else to do, I'm grounded in love. When you don't know what to say, I'm grounded in love. Say it in love. When you don't know how to, I'm grounded in love. I'm going to give you a couple things to help you. Okay? How do we get, how do you say I'm grounded? How do I say that, look, you know what, I'm standing, I'm grounded in Jesus, I'm grounded in this. It takes faith. You know that? Faith, just activate your faith. Sometimes we think faith is some big idea, big thing. But if you and I could stir up our faith and say, Lord, by faith, I'm grounded in love. By faith, my marriage is grounded in love. By faith, my children is going to be grounded in love. By faith, my home is going to be grounded in love because love never fails. There could be right now that you're working with somebody, they're driving you nuts. Just say, Lord, help me. By faith, I'm grounded in love for this person because I know you love them. See, we got to be grounded in love. You know what the Bible says and what Apostle Paul says? He says, oh, no person but love. That you and I, the only thing that we should owe each other is love. Isn't that amazing? Not money, not our talents, not our intellect, not, not, our, uh, not anything that's materialistic. But he says, the only thing that you should owe another person 
is love. Brothers and sisters, stir up your faith. He said, but pastor, I'm having a hard time to love my spouse. We're in disagreement. I'm having a hard time because this person offended me. I'm having a hard time to love. But by faith, just speak it out. By faith, I'm grounded in love for them. Say it. By faith, I'm grounded in love for, and name that name. See, faith is speaking out. I know it doesn't feel like it. I know in your mind you don't feel like it. Your heart you don't feel like it. But it takes faith. Because sometimes uh, we don't feel like it, but our faith stirs up those things that is needed to be done. The second thing you and I need to know is this. The Holy Spirit helps us. Ask Him. The Bible says that Jesus says that I will send you a helper and He will help you and bring you into remembrance of all things. Brothers and sisters, right now, you must ask the Holy Spirit, help me. Help me so that I'm grounded in love. Help me so that I'm grounded in your word. Help me that I'm grounded in joy. Help me that I'm grounded in peace. Help me that I'm grounded in good things. See, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me that I be grounded in prayer. Help me to be grounded in your eternal word. Help me to be grounded that I won't be swayed by all doctrines of this world, by the things of what I see with my eyes, the things that I hear with my ears, but help me to be grounded in righteousness. Say it to yourself, Holy Spirit, just speak it out. Holy Spirit, help me to be grounded in you. I'm grounded in you. I'm grounded in love. I'm grounded in kindness. I'm grounded in gentleness. Just speak it. Whatever you need this week to be grounded in. I'm grounded in being disciplined to spend time with you. See, that word grounded means we're standing on solid ground, right? Does any, when a storm's coming, do you want to be standing on a solid ground or you want to stand on sandy ground? I don't know about you, but if a storm was coming, I want to be standing on a solid ground, the rock, the biggest rock I can find, the biggest rock I can climb to, because I know that rock is not moving. So brothers and sisters, no matter where you are today, ask the Holy Spirit, help me so that I can be grounded in you. And lastly, sow good things, reap good things. That's what I'm saying. You got to stir up that faith by faith. Say, Lord, by faith, I want to be grounded. By faith, I'm grounded in you. By faith, I'm grounded in love. By faith that I forgive. By faith that I'm walking. By faith that I'm grounded in your scriptures. By faith, Holy Spirit, help me. But lastly, sow good things so you, you can reap good things. Look at what Galatians 6, 7 says. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Right? Galatians 6, 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Wow. So I would encourage you right now, when you sow love, you're going to get what? You're going to sow love back. And have you ever noticed that whenever you put a seed in the ground, you don't just get one fruit back when it grows, you get a bushel, correct? If you ever planted tomatoes or corn, I remember as a kid uh, growing up in the Midwest, we would take three little kernels of corn and we'd put a hole 
and stick it in the ground. And I noticed that when the corn grew, we didn't get three little kernel, uh, kernels back. We didn't get three corn cobs back or corn, but we got a whole stalk of corn and there were hundreds, if not thousands, of corn kernels or kernels of corn. So brothers and sisters, when you sow, even if you sow a little bit, you're gonna reap a lot. So imagine if you re sow good things, how much good things come back to you. What imagine if you sow bad things? What if you sow anger, how much more anger you get? What if you sow hate, how much more hate? What if you sow unforgiveness? What if you sow disgruntledness? What if you sow complaining? How much are we gonna get it back? But if you would say, I'm grounded to sow good things, begin to sow love in other people, begin to sow gentleness in other people, begin to sow kindness in other people, then you will be grounded like the wise man in Matthew 7 about being grounded in the word of God. When you begin to sow good things, good things come back. Did you know that? You know, I remember... Um, you know, a great uh, uh, author named Zig Ziglar. I mean, some of you know him. He's, he, you know, he was, some people say he was a motivational speaker, but he said something. He said, so if you, you know, you can get whatever you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. Does, listen to that. You can get whatever you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. You know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like a person is sowing good things into another person. That means you're helping people get what they want. Nobody wants bad stuff. Does anybody here want bad stuff to happen in their life? Or they want more hate? They want more anger? Nobody wants that. So when you help people get what they want, usually people want good stuff. They want good things. They want joy. They want peace. How do you help them? You sow good things into them. You have an ability to help someone, go help, sow them, uh, S-O-W, sow them and show them, right? Uh, help them to get, help them, show them the good things that you can give. And I promise you, those good things will come back to you. It might not happen immediately, but it's going to help. I, as you know, I, I've gone all over the world. I, everywhere I go, I sow and I begin to see that I'm beginning to reap the goodness back. And it usually doesn't come from those people. It comes from the Lord. I would be blessed in areas I thought, Lord, I didn't even know I reaped there. The Bible says that you're going to reap where you did not sow. Wow, that other people begin to sow into my life. Other people begin to show me kind. Other people begin to bless me. Brother and sister, I want to tell you right now, say it with me. I'm grounded in love. I'm grounded in the love of God. I'm grounded in the joy of God. I'm grounded in the word of God. I'm grounded in Jesus. See, brothers and sisters, you got to be grounded. You know, when you ever hear people talk about, he's a pretty grounded person. That means he's pretty stable or she's pretty stable. You know, they, they're some good people. They're, they're grounded. You know, that means that they, they, they have, uh, they stand firm. That, that when they say yes to you, it means yes. When they tell you they show up, they show up on time. When they give you a handshake, it's valuable. When they say, hey, I'll, I'll do that deal, it's a handshake. When yet, let, the Bible says, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Brothers and sisters, begin to live a life being grounded on God's word. Live it to the best of your ability. And when you think that you're not a, uh, you can't do it, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. 
The Holy Spirit will help you live that life and being grounded. The Bible says that you can do all things. Everybody say, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. That's the word of God. This week, I want to challenge you as you get into difficult places. Maybe that anger rise up in you. Just say, I'm grounded in love. I'm grounded in peace. A soft answer, turn away wrath, the Bible says. I'm grounded. Brother, sister, when you might not know a lot of scriptures, you might not say, man, I'm, you know, I'm having a struggle. I understand that. But if you can get yourself rooted and grounded in love, you've already accomplished one major step. Because why? The Bible said in 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul says, in 1 Corinthians 13, love never fails. Think about that for a minute. Think about it. Your talent might fail. Your intellect might fail. Your money might fail. But love never fails. You know why? It's because God is love. And God can never fail. Amen. Isn't that a blessing? God bless you. Uh, thank you for joining me. Let, me. let me just pray for you. I feel so excited. I just want to tell you I love you. And I hope you feel that through this, the, uh, through wherever you're watching, that I love you. And I want you to be rooted and grounded in the love of God. Because when you're rooted and grounded in the love of God, it's going to pass your understanding. You just don't understand how much love and care. And as you begin to love, you begin to sow love. And when you sow love, you begin to sow goodness and kindness and gentleness back into your life. Amen. That's exciting, isn't it? Begin to say, you know what? I'm grounded and rooted in love. Let me pray for you. Lord, I bless those that are watching right now. God, no matter where they are, maybe they're struggling in their marriage life. Marriage life. Maybe they're struggling in their family life. Maybe they're struggling in their job. Maybe they're struggling with uh, uh, family members. Maybe they're struggling within themselves. Maybe they're, they got all these things. But Lord, remind them that they must help them and remind them that they be grounded and rooted in love. Because then they will sow good things and reap good things. Lord, bless those that are listening. I bless them with apostolic blessing. I bless them with the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, for those that are listening, help them, Lord, today. Let them stir up their faith and walk. Say, Lord, I might not feel like I'm grounded in love today for this person or that person. But by faith, help me, Holy Spirit. By faith, I'm going to be grounded. I'm grounded in love. Bless you. May the Lord keep you. May his face shine upon you. May his grace walk beside you. May the Lord watch over everything you do. Bless your week this week. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Amen. Have a great week. We love you. Join me right afterwards via Zoom. Let's have fellowship. And if you need prayer, join me And uh, right after this service. And we'll be on Zoom. And we'd love to see your smiling face. And we'd love to pray for you. God bless you. Have a great week.